to Bernier in the middle. Bernier sees Felipe open. Felipe runs. Felipe says the vial. The vial is open. The vial shoots. Oh, right, right. It's up. The woodworks. Just taking people on. He fights through it, looks to cross it over the top of his head and in. Oh, what a spectacular goal. But wait a minute. Yes. It is Jack McInerney. That is out of the theater of the imagination tonight here at Stan Saputo. Good day, good night, and welcome to a brand new edition of Out of Works. I am Kevin Lagame, and we have a jam-packed edition of the show. The hiatus is over. World Cup group stage is over. Talked about the World Cup on Five Rings World Cup, so we're not going to talk about it here. But you can catch the Five Rings World Cup podcast with me and Dwayne Rollins on iTunes. Uh, anywhere you can get your podcast, get Five Rings. It's pretty interesting. We're having a lot of podcasts about the World Cup and our regular subject, the Olympic and amateur sports, as well as the sauces. But now this is off the woodworks about the Montreal Impact, a jam-packed show about the impact. It's been a wild couple of weeks. And last week, the Winter Impact was undefeated. I said undefeated. They were not beaten last week. Nil-nil, BC place. And a 3-0 win last Sunday at Stad Saputo. Uh, Golasso by Jack McInerney, as you can hear at the beginning of the show. Oh, wow, Jack Mack had a moment of brilliance. Or just maybe he wanted to direct it on goal. But what a way to direct a goal. To direct the ball on goal. Wow, what a goal. Oh, it was so great. Even the commentator was, he was like waiting in this. He was like, what? Was that a goal? Did, did really do that? And the best thing about that goal was Jack, was my bad Jack. Mac was Marco Devay after the goal, just walking beside him and just pointing with his thumb like, this guy, this guy just did that? Like, this guy. Yeah, yeah this guy. Watch out for this guy. Yeah, so we'll talk about that on the show. And we'll talk about the recent signing about the Montreal Impact and one that just came and went. I went what I've noticed almost that Meshach Jerome came and Meshach Jerome went. Who is he? I don't know. He's gone. We won't even know anymore. But it doesn't matter because Ignacio Piatti arrived. And if you know know who Ignacio Piatti is, trust me, in the next couple years, you will get a lot of chance to know who he is. Uh, if you get a second, just Google I-J-I-G-N-A. And this name's going to pop up the first one. And go on videos. The first one that pops up on Google. It's called Ignacio Piatti, 15 goals of 2013. San Lorenzo. You will be mind blown. You're going to say, what? We signed that guy? Seriously? He's like, when you're talking about DPs and what a DP can do in Major League Soccer, and you want a South American a flair, not an Italian flair, like, oh, you want to see like a messy type? Well, he's that type. He's not messy. He might not be the Messiah, but he's probably going to be a very good GP for the Montreal Impact in the next future years. After him, we'll be thinking about who was our first DP? Yeah, Marco. Yeah, yeah. Ignacio. What up, Ignacio? There's a couple of golazos he made. A lot of different types. The way he's he's an all-rounded guy. He can score by doing finesse-type plays, flicking himself from the left to the right foot, bouncing off his chest, and then just volleying it in. He can do that. You will see that on 
YouTube if you look for Ignacio Platicos. If you just want to see goals from outside the box with sheer, sheer power and precision in the top corners, you can see that from Ignacio Piazzi too. If you want to see him run uh, box to box, controlling the ball, putting the ball forward without the opponent being able to get him, but he's first on ball and then he shoots from, I don't know, 15, 20 yards and always gets it in. Not always, but he can do that. And he can head it in. He can do free kicks too, right over the wall, bent and dipped in. He can do that. And we just signed Ignacio Piatti. If you think I'm a little excited, well, you're damn right I am. He's probably going to be a great signing for the Montreal Impact. And just watch the YouTube videos. And that's just last year. And he's 29 years old. Oh, 29 years old. A D, another DP signing in his prime. He's not Kaka. Kaka's not in his prime. Kaka will probably be a Boston in Orlando in the next couple of years. We'll see that. But Ignacio Piatti, I'm pumped. So you can tell, I'm really pumped. Really, really pumped. It was a long courtship. Uh, Nick DeSantis said when uh, the signing was announced last when this Wednesday that he finally has arrived after months of stressful gossiping. They finally got the man. Uh, there were rumors it would go to many different uh, championships, many different countries, many different leagues. But uh, he chose Montreal. It's great. Great. Uh, Looks good for next year. Uh, beginning of the year, we just had uh, Marco De Valle as a striker and not a lot of depth. Uh, depth would probably would have resulted in depth of uh, any hopes of making the playoffs. But now, with all the new blood coming into the Montreal Impact, giving in a very deep roster, going to CONCACAF Champions League at the end of the month of, uh, of August or uh, July, I just get blurry with the World Cup now with the dates and whatever. So soon, there'll be the CONCACAF Champions League that the Montreal Impact will be part of. And with the depth that they re acquired lately. And let's just go through the roster quickly because uh, it changed a lot lately. Uh, Bernadello's gone. And to his place, we have Gorka Larea. Oh, Gorka Larea! How impressive have you been in your first two games? Still undefeated with the Montreal Impact. And trust me, if he keeps playing that way, the Montreal Impact might be undefeated a little while while he is playing. Mr. Number 33 is making forget he's making us forget that there was never another play 33 for Montreal Impact. The karate. Was he 23-23? Exactly. Gorka Larea, 30 years old, from Spain. 5 foot 11, 165 pounds. If he's wearing probably the yeah, eyes thinner than that. But Gorka Larea looks like David Guetta. Separated at birth. But Gorka having an impact on the game, no pun intended, with Montreal. Uh, on the Eric Miller cross, on the first goal of Jack McInerney, the header against the Houston Dynamo on Sunday. The way Miller got the ball and was able to set up and cut in to do that cross, it's because Larea gave the ball to him that way. Gorka Larea is going to make us forget Hernan Bernardello very quickly. And Gorka Larea is cheaper than Bernardello. And as Dwayne Rollins, my partner in crimes in the other podcast, always keeps saying about Major League Soccer, you need to find value. If you have a DP and he produces goal-wise or assist-wise or just in sheer type of playing or performance that you have, fine. 
if he doesn't do it, if he doesn't have an impact on the game and the results, he doesn't have value and your team are not progressing with him. So with Bernadello gone and Gorka Larea in, that's a plus. Nelson Rivas finally is gone from Montreal. It was a gambler's move at the beginning of the season. It did not pay off. It took a while to make him to realize it. But finally, that deal has come to an end. Good luck to you, Nelson Rivas. Hopefully, you will be able to retire and live a healthy life where you can still walk again. Stop trying to play and come back. You'll injure yourself. Take care of yourself, buddy. You can do better and who knows what. There's always a career in cycling looking out there for you. So get, come on, man. You never know what can happen. Go reach those uh, hills with your bike. But come on, for your knees' sake, retire. All right, so moving on. After Bernadette move, Fujidenso still haven't seen him play, but that 31 years old Gambian, uh, six foot three tall, a defender, a death player, used to be a workhorse for Portland Timbers in the last couple years. I expect to see him a little later in the Concacaf Champions League, and he's that type of player, taller, uh, be able to be get result in the, that game against the uh, CSCD Club Deportivo Fas a little later. And that very exotic team from New Jersey. Yes, we're talking about the Toros here again. Another player that has joined the impact as soon it really went off the radar because it was announced during the World Cup this week. Christoph Kroll, a young Polish defender, 27 years old, 6 foot 1, 161 pound. He's with the impact right now. Uh, he's uh, hanging with the club. We'll see what happens if he's... Uh, if he pulls a Jerome or if he's actually going to play. We'll see that a little later. Another player that signed with the club. The sixth in history from the academy. To sign with the first team club. Mr. Jérémy Gagnon Lapare. 29 years old. 5'11", 165 pounds. From Canada. Out of the blue corner. Obviously. So Jérémy Gagnon Lapare. Uh midfielder he was burning uh the academy he's actually playing for canada right now even not he before he's actually playing with the big club so good on him and hopefully we'll get it maybe a chance to see him a little later it's another deaf player that we're adding with the club that doesn't cost anything uh player wise or roster wise or trade wise so that's good so with the uh, guy on la parade and ignacio piatti I talked about Isasio Piatti, but he's joining the club a little later than we would expect a uh, summer signing in Major League Soccer to, chum, to come. Usually, uh, the transfer market, usually it's done in July, but uh, officially ends like August 6th or close to that date, a couple of hours, maybe I'm correcting, but I think pretty sure it's August 6th. But uh, the final of uh, uh, Copa Libertadores could be August 13th. The last game of that home away series, and who knows if San Lorenzo is going to make it that far. But if they do, there's a plan in place to have Ignacio Piatti finish that tournament with his club, and then would join the Montreal Impact. Uh, you know, good on San Lorenzo to have that. Uh, good on San Lorenzo for selling it to um to us, well, to Major League Soccer, and then Major League Soccer attributing to us. You know how the one, uh, you know how the one entity league works, Major League Soccer. He's doing a transfer, but then something was that. So we're getting Piatti. We're happy about it. I, I am. 
and go on YouTube, then trust me, you'll be happy after that you're getting Piatti. So we'll see if San Lorenzo, unfortunately, doesn't make it that far in the Copa Libertadores, which, if you don't know, it's the kind of Champions League of the CONMEBOL, which is the CONCACAF of the South Americas, which is a lot stronger than CONCACAF. But, uh, but maybe not that stronger if we're talking about the World Cup now. Good on you, Costa Rica, still representing in the quarters, Golos Ticos, representing CONCACAF, y'all. So, yeah. Talking about uh, those players, it's great to see that. And there's other players that slowly making their match to the club. So, good. Really hope we'll see some progress. Well, we're seeing the progress. Hope we continue to see it. The team is now in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. LA. Uh, to play the GOATs, the Chivas USA. Uh, tomorrow. Saturday. Uh, not tomorrow, tomorrow's Friday, but it's, they'll play the GOATs on Saturday. It's going to be interesting, uh, that game. Uh, Montreal have another chance to go uh, get a point to be maybe uh, to prolong that undefeated streak to three games, which that's exactly what they need. They need to rack up points as soon as possible, as quickly as possible, and hopefully three at a time. And to do that, you need to beat the GOATs at home. If you can call it a home. When you're sharing it with the galaxy. And Mr. Wayne Donovan. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it's not a U.S. show, but Donovan's been, I don't know. I don't like the way he talks of, uh, you know, he's complaining now. He's literally just putting Klinsman under the bus, you know. Get over it, dude. Didn't choose you. Just get over it. Montreal Impact Forward. Jack McInerney. Happy Jack. Voted MLS Player of the Week after his two-goal game on Sunday versus the Dynamo, but probably because of the way he did the second. And probably going to be the goal of the week to go vote on that. It is one of the nominees, MLSsoccer.com. Go vote on that uh, standing of goal of the week and save of the week as well. But goal of the week, Jack McInerney, MLS Player of the Week. I don't know if it's the first time in his career. Probably not. But uh, it's great to have his first time in the season. And when drive back player gets it. DeVaio had it a couple times last season. And the season before that, there was a couple players too. But this season, McInerney, first player. The impact of getting that nod, which is not too bad at all. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. The Montreal impact. Uh, it's the voting of... All-star right now, so go on either MLSsoccer.com to vote on the impact for the impact players. You can do it on Twitter. Uh, just look on the impact Twitter feed, Twitter line, you know, timeline. You know that thing? Just scroll to the impact. Click on the impact Montreal, at impact Montreal, and just vote for your damn best player and see them uh, at the All-Star game, which is in C Portland this season. So, the AT&T All-Star Game in Portland. So, uh, if you want to see one of your players to make the trip to the Cascadia region, go vote for them. All right, we'll take a small break. When we come back, we'll uh, talk more about the standings in Major League Soccer. And we'll talk about the games. You're listening to Off The Woodworks. If you want to reach Kevin Arame, you can do it by email. OffTheWoodworks at Hamel.com. On Twitter, at Off The Woodworks, or you can go like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Off The Woodworks. 
you can get this show everywhere you get your podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, FeedBurner, everywhere you like, you can get this podcast. Now back to the show. And we're back on After What Works. The standings in the regular season of Major League Soccer. As Montreal Impact are last in the East, but in East, but they're not last in the league anymore. Are they? Yeah, they still are. Not by far, though. We're getting there. We're getting there. Eventually, we'll make it there very soon. Right now, the Montreal Impact are tenth in the East, with fourteen points in fifteen games played. Chicago Firecrackers. With their uh, points earned last Wednesday against TFC. Well, they're ninth in the East with 50 points. I'm still disappointed. Uh, will the impact still have a whole big hole to climb out of? But at least in the last week, we've seen some progress. And hopefully, we'll see some more progress in the future. Because that's what it's all about, right? Future, progress, technology, better world, peace, love. That's life, man. So, with that, well, it's an upward trend going to 8th position in the East after almost half the season. But 15, 16, 17 games played throughout the board, throughout the table. It's not balanced, we all know that. But yeah, so after almost half the season, a couple of games short of that, 8th position, Houston Dynamo, 7, Philadelphia Union with 18 points, 19 points, Columbus Crew in 6th position, Tied with the Red Bulls for the last place that give you a ticket to a play-in, basically, to the playoffs. Playoffs. But New York Red Bulls, 19 points, tied with Columbus, but more wins. Uh, basically, no, same time it wins, just more goals. Nah, goals, four goals against. Same differentials for board team. Wow, they're really tied for, wow. It's the home goal, that's the difference. Wow, you don't see that often. 24 goals for... Four Red Bulls, 24 goals against. A differential of... Differential of... You know, I can't talk. A differential of zero. But Columbus in sixth position, they got 18 goals for... And 18 goals against. Again, for a differential of zero. But home goal for 15 for Red Bulls. Red Bulls are fifth. Toronto FC in the playoff position right now. One of two Canadian teams in playoff position. And you all know where Montreal is, so you can guess that Montreal is not the other team. But in the East, Toronto in fourth position with 21 points after only 13 games played. So you got three games in hand on the leader of the table, which we will talk about in the second. But three games in hand to the Red Bulls as well behind them. So Toronto's looking pretty damn good, as bad as it sounds for all of you listening yeah. So, in third position, New England Revolution with 23 points after 15 game played. The Revs, from Mar- are they finally going to live up to that hype of that young, good team with talent and promise? For our season and this season, not been a long hype, I'll give it to you. But can they live up to it? DC United, what a turnaround a year can do, or maybe a couple months, and a good offseason. DC United second. 25 points, 16 games played too, but the leader with uh, tied with 25 points as well, Sporting Kansas City. 
the reigning and defending MLS Cup champions, Sporting Kansas City, looking good and looking strong again, you know? In the Western Conference, we got the Quakes rounding down the town, the tables. Ninth position, the Quakes, 16 points. They're the impact of the East, or they did Chivas of this year. But Chivas are not that far away, and you probably guessed that. Chivas are in 8th position, Portland 7th, and Galaxy 6th. That's where it gets tight for the uh, playoff position. Timbers 20 points, same for the Galaxy, 20 points. Vancouver Whitecaps 22, rounding around that 5th position for the playoffs. FC Dallas 23 points in 4th, and then we had Real Salt Lake 25, tied with Colorado Rapids 25, and then... A mile ahead, long below, long across those Cascadia Mountains, lies in a rainy storm some pointy needle that directs you right to Century Link Field, where the Seattle Sounders play and have 10 points in front of the Rapids. 35 points for the Seattle Sounders after 16 games played. By far the best point per game in Major League Soccer with a whopping, astonishing, surprising, not that much, but surprise, yeah, it's big. 2.19 points per game. With the maximum is three. A perfect one. So, Seattle is looking pretty damn strong this season, but will they hold on to it in the second half of the season and that's what I don't know. We'll see. All the only future knows. And yeah, usually you can't tell in Major League Soccer. That's other. Usually the teams really step up in the second half. And the second half is still to come. So we'll know the one thing we know. The Montreal Impact are in LA right now. Voicing the GOATs. The GOATs have a couple players that are still dangerous. They have to look out for that can score out of nowhere classy goals like we saw in the last couple days. Go on to MajorLeagueSoccer.com. Look for those Alvarez goals. Those Derek Torres goals. Uh, look for them. Uh, Chivas uh, young blood. That can be dangerous. And they always have something to prove. Chivas USA is like a team that always has a chip on his shoulder. They always have a chip on their shoulders. They're always angry about something. Always damn angry about something. Because, you know, if you were the smaller brother, you're always angry at the, at the bigger brother. And the whole owner situation, uh, branding situation that might change in the future, the whole uncertainty of that team. Uh, they remind me of the Expos back then, to be honest, the way that they always talk about you moving this, that, blah, blah, blah. They always give them no respect. And the only way they can do it is on the field, on the pitch. And they can do class goals out of nowhere. So you always have to be careful for that. So that's what I say to the Montreal Impact right now in LA. Be careful about those damn goats. They can be a handful. And they can be class. But with the great squad rotation that Frank Lopez has done lately. And I'll just repeat what I just said. To emphasize on what I just said. Because it's not something we're used to. No, I did not say we scored on a free kick. No, that's something we're not even used to. Uh, worse than that. It's like unheard of in Montreal. Like, scored on a free kick? <laughs> yeah, one day maybe. When we saw like a player like, 
we just did. We'll see what Piatti, if he has something to do with it. But no. I'm not saying. It's not some. We'll see. Maybe. Oh. Anyways. The goats can be dangerous, but. Oh. Squad rotation. Montreal Impact have a great squad rotation lately, and we are not used to that. Hands off to you, Frank Lopez. You always been you already been to high and lows with the Montreal Impact in not even a half season. But lately, I gotta say, you impress me. Your squad rotation, the way you move your tactics, you move it around and you adjust to your players you have. You're actually managing your team the way you see fit, no matter what the people think. And that's exactly what we need you to do. And good on you. Great to see the progress in the last couple of games. And uh, it's looking good for the future. But you know, once you hit the bottom of that barrel, everything looks shinier. Because it can't get more dark. So that's where we are. That's where we stand. We have to be uh, not proud of it. But you have to be honest about it. And you know what? It's only rain. There's no more rain coming. Sunshine is on the way. And that red line in fifth position, it might look far away, but we're only five points away, baby. Five points away in half a season of 34 games. I'll take that. With the beginning of the season we had, I'll take that. We're just lucky there's no Seattle Sounders in the East. And on that, have a great game tomorrow night. Uh, the Montreal Impact, the GOATs. It's going to be a late game, so have fun with that. Have fun with the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Look for the Five Rings World Cup quarterfinals preview coming up tomorrow around noon, a little bit earlier. And until next week for Armed Up the Woodworks, I am Kevin Lagami, and uh, have a great soccer. Hi, this is Dwayne Rollins of the Two Solitudes podcast. Uh, doing this podcast, it's a labor of love for Kevin and I, but it's not a free labor of love. There are costs associated with doing it, costs with our time, with hosting, with so on and so forth. As such, for this month only, we're doing a fundraiser to try and raise a little bit of money to keep this podcast going and, and improve it to maybe two times a week permanently. If you'd like to help us with that, you can do so the following ways. You can send an EMT transfer to csndonation at gmail.com. You can support us through PayPal at dgrollins at gmail.com. That's, that's D-G-R-O-L-L-I-N-S. Thank you, and we really appreciate it. 